time. All right, and we're live at Lucky 13 Saloon Podcast. Um, Melody and Frankie, and we have special guests guests here today. You guys want to introduce yourselves? I'm uh, Chris Corvatin. I'm Axel Rosenberg. Axel Rose. We have Axel Rose in the house. Rosenberg. Oh, oh, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so what do you guys, what's, what's going on, guys? What do you guys say? You guys here to promote a book, I hear, right? We are, we are indeed. We're, uh, we're here to promote our book, our upcoming book called Hellraisers. Um, it comes out in Race Point Publishing in October, and it's a, sort of a super fan's history of heavy metal with like a lot of beery, obnoxious opinions and <laughs> you know, ripping on Phil from All That Remains and um, <laughs> you know, just really talking about metal the way it actually was for you know, a couple of chuds who... Who lived through it? What, uh, what, what, like, what period do you start from? Um, I guess we start like we start like sort of proto metal, like sort of metal before it was called metal. So like, like for every section we do like the big four of that genre, and so for that it's like we do like Sabbath, Zeppelin, uh, Alice Cooper, and ACDC, you know that kind of stuff, which was metal, but like. You know, maybe they don't like to be called metal. Rock and or roll, like late yeah. 60s, early 70s. Yeah, I got yeah. you. you know, cool. I just, cool. I just, I just did one of, those, one of those things, like you click on Facebook and it says, uh, like, you know, it, it was like, who, what metal band is going to be playing at your funeral? And I clicked on it. Oh, you, you, oh, you don't have to actually take a test. It's yeah, like a rando. It's just, it's just like yeah, I'm sure that's very um, profile. It scans your yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm and sure that the, the government isn't looking at that. Yeah, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> uh, but it said Alice Cooper, and I don't. I'm not even a big Alice Cooper fan. Yeah, that's because so it was, was just someone getting information yeah, on you. Yeah, so. that's that's kind of cool though, because if it's if it's at your funeral, you know, he can like use your body as a prop. You that's know true. What I mean? yeah. like, suspend yeah. it over people or cut its head off. Alice Cooper is supposedly pretty bitter about. About the whole kiss thing, right? Is that the is, is that, that the true? Thing? Yeah, didn't he I don't say? Know. Didn't he say that he was the first one to put on makeup and all this shit? I saw an interview with him somewhere where he was talking about he was the first one yeah. to put on makeup, and he doesn't get the credit. Mm. I mean, he does. He gets credit from the old guys. He gets again, credit, you know what I mean? But like, I think you know maybe he's. But then Gene when Simmons the guys obviously like, has billions well, there's, there's, of dollars and he doesn't. And then, <laughs> and then you know Marilyn Manson upstages him. You know what right, I mean? And right. I know there was the whole thing with that. Uh, and what was this story we covered? Manson, so. Gene Simmons wants to copyright. Yeah, the that has nothing Satan to do with what, what we're hand. talking about right yeah. now, though. Yeah. Um, Chris, you want to give? Um, I don't know if your if your co-author here has a writing background, but maybe you want to talk about why you wrote a book. I can neither read nor write. Chris had to do everything. My name's just on. It. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Mostly, Matt was like, we chained him to a pipe and kind of fed him a lot of peyote, and just I was like, so tell me about Limp Bizkit. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Go for it. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I, I actually am a writer. I'm a YA writer, like a young adult writer. So I write like books for teenagers who are angry um, and have, have lots of feelings. And um, you know, one of the things is I wrote this this series of zombie books for grade school kids called Gravediggers, which is uh, and they're it, adorable, and you should read them even if you're an adult. Totally, because yeah. I hey, read them. Yeah, you should you should read them. More importantly, you should buy them <laughs> if you're an adult with, yeah. with all your your money you make from work. And uh, I, I think I think if you ask anyone at Lucky Thirteen, they'd say it's the zombie Twilight. Yeah, you know, it's, it's JP the great, calls him Zombie Twilight. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, oh, nice. it's the great great YA zombie story of our time. You know, mm. full of of murdering living corpses and sexual tension, you know, and things like that. <laughs> Grave diggers. Grave diggers. Oh, I gotta awesome. look up. Uh, not yeah. someone Barnes and Nobles. I gotta look them up. Frankie, awesome. Frankie loves to read. I love to read. Yeah. yeah. Look at Frankie's chin. Did he fall on his face? I don't know. No, I Did had you a... fall drunkenly on your face, Frankie? <laughs> no, not this time. I had a fight with a Gillette. <laughs> 
Wow. Awesome. I, I don't know. I Were you shaved? drunk when you shaved? No. I'm Were you on peyote when you shaved? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I didn't have the shakes, but no, it was a, it was a clean a, a clean blade, and so I was like... And you were too sober, yeah, so you, exactly. you couldn't hold it say, steady. It might have been more of a DT than that's a what it was. Yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. thing. Yeah. That's yeah. The, wait, wait till you see him picking up the papers to read the news. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I haven't like had a shot yet. I haven't had a shot yet. No, we know. We know. It's that's definitely why like an earthquake is happening. It's true. It's true. Cool. So now do you guys go... So is it is it an opinionated book? Is that what it is? Is it like what is it? Uh... Uh, yeah, like it, I mean, it's a pretty decent mix, I think, of of fact and opinion. Okay, cool. Um, uh, you know, like my day job is I run a site called Metal Sucks, and oh, yeah, okay, we're yeah, very yeah. opinionated, as the name would suggest. Yes. <laughs> and uh, I don't really care to write impartial stuff. Like yeah, just, yeah. It bores the shit out of me. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. boring. It's boring, and, yeah. yeah. And I only care about if I'm having fun or not. So. Yeah, and that's what matters. Yeah. <laughs> Which I will say, it was fun as hell to write this book, yes. man, because we really got to, you know, like, got to take a moment instead of just being like, this was, you know, this was a genre that was... Its signature thing was this kind of vocal or this kind of guitar, and you know we can be like, you know, let me tell you about fucking Cannibal Corpse for a second. Right, right, right. How far? I'm sorry, how far does it go? You said it goes like the late sixties, seventies. Yeah, we went back 70s. to the past. Frankie, Frankie, you gotta sit down. Well, we want to know. We'll he wants to know where it goes to. How far? Yeah, how far like does uh, modern day? Now. Like right, now? Okay, yeah. brings it right up to right now. Up You're talking about all up to heavy metal now. Tomorrow. Right up to <laughs> the disappointing record sales of the new Suicide Silence album. Oh, <laughs> okay. Jesus! Thank you. Okay, so it's modern. Oh, you go to twenty twenty four. First century. Cool. Thank you. I had a moment where I ran over to my editor and I, I was like, "How far along is the book?" And they were like, "Chris, it's in fucking proofs. You can't, you can't do anything else." <laughs> and I was like, "Chester from Lincoln Park just killed himself." And she oh, was like, "Oh, oh God, man. okay. Uh, can you write me two lines in like the next like five minutes?" And I was like, "Yeah." And so literally, I printed out the page where I talked about Lincoln Park. Wow. And I put two post-its on it with like a paragraph <laughs> at the end. It's funny because my whole thing about Lincoln Park was like, for all the new metal bands, they were the most well-adjusted and the ones who seemed the least troubled. Oh. And yeah. Of course, yeah. 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 Good. I'm like, Good I'm job. glad I caught this. Did before, you put like you note, know? side note? Well, I just I wrote at the end. I was like, and yet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that you had added anything. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a good thing you had to come well on the podcast. Yeah, to yeah. find yeah. that out. Yeah. 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 This is where the um, secrets come to light. How long? Uh, how long did it take you to write? Well, like uh, it was a bit. It was a bit it was fast. Our publishing house came to us. Yeah, well, it's we, like it's like anything. Like they have a they have a budget and quarterly whatever. And right, so, like, right. The good news is you're writing a book. The bad news is it needs to be out a year from now. Uh, yeah, well, you have well, a deadline. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, yeah. It's been it very, publishes. And that's why we're making revisions like two months before it comes. Right, out. right, yeah. right. Wow. Why? Why? I'm, you know, if if we had written the book like a year ago, there was no way I could have done any extra revisions. But you know. That's that's the beauty of it is that we're very like much in it, you know, we're taking part in it. But uh, you know, it was like I think we we handed in our rough draft in what like March, maybe April. March or April. Yeah. So it's been a wild ride, man. But um, you know, it's been cool in the meantime too because that just means there's not that sort of often with publishing it's like you hand in a draft and two months later someone comes back and they're like, hey, we just started reading this. And this was much more like we hand in a draft and then all of a sudden it's like, you know. Great, we have two days to interview the dudes from Psy or whatever, you know. What I yeah. mean? So, so it was crazy, but it was it was a lot of fun. So like Matt Heafy from Trivium wrote the foreword, and uh, it was like, "Hey, dude, would you write a foreword for our book?" And he was like, "I'm honored. When do you need it?" And I'm like, "Last week." <laughs> <laughs> you know, God bless him. He did it really quickly. That's awesome. That's cool. He was a man. He let us call him the dreamiest man in metal because Lord knows he is a dreamy, a dreamy gentleman. Yeah, yeah. Um, good looking, young, you know. Um, 
I want about it some more. I was just going to say, maybe we could just talk about, like, when in my, in the dream, the window opens and Matt Heafy floats in and his shirt's open and he's, like, glistening. Yeah. The number one selling heavy metal book on Amazon is called Bassists with Benefits. Uh, it's exactly what it sounds like. So there might be a market for a book about Dreamy Matt Heafy. we got to write the great metal erotica book yeah. where it's just if like you need, If you need help with book. that, let yeah. me know. <laughs> it's like I turn around and Kerry King walks into the room, you know, sweat beating on his bald head. And just <laughs> go from there. Kerry, I, I love Slayer. Please don't kill me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we just saw them last week. They were phenomenal. Yeah. Were they good? Yeah. Were they good? Yeah, was I great. was surprised. They brought Jeff Hanneman back to life. No. Oh, so you didn't see them? Yes, we did see Slayer, and they were phenomenal. Because the last two times I saw them, I didn't like them. I didn't enjoy them. Mm. I felt like they were not really on their game, and I felt like they were on their game this time. They did. I had a really good set list also. Uh, You disagree? uh, Yeah, like the set list was good, but it's like... I, I like I like Slayers, Jeff Hanneman, Dave Lombardo. I agree. You know what I mean? But if if, if somebody dies... The band should still go forward. It should, but I just kind of feel like... Should it? Yes. I don't know. Sometimes I think if it's the front man, it's much more difficult. But that set list was probably 80% songs written by Hanneman. So what? That doesn't mean they can't play it. No, it just means... I don't know. It seems weird to me. Hmm. Like, I didn't... It's not a concerto. Yeah. I'm paying to see the DVD. Still, but also, too, these guys are fucking making all this with these guys, how, how they make their living, and they're still well, going to keep fucking going sure, at it. Sure. You know? Well, and like. I'm speaking in an ideal philosophical Yeah, because, I mean, we, we all want our bands to be exactly like. I mean, I wish Metallica, I wish Cliff Burton never died because they sucked after he did, but I don't, um, I don't begrudge them whatever they've done other than the Napster thing. <laughs> Yeah, you know, well, well, listen, I just felt like, you know, uh, I, I don't know if I'm going to go see Slayer again after this. Yeah, like, it was cool, fine. you know what I mean? I like, just enjoyed it because I, I was happy to hear a lot of, like, I was happy to hear a lot of the older stuff, like Hella Waits and Chemical War. Like, I was happy to hear yeah. the older stuff. I wasn't sure if they would go back that far. It's interesting because I do feel like the times I've seen Slayer after Jeff Hanneman died, uh, they've played some of the weirder, cooler, older shit yeah. that I've wanted to see where I finally get to see songs like like Behind the Crooked Cross or, yeah. or Skeletons of Society or stuff live that maybe while Jeff was around, they're like, no, we've got to be playing all this stuff from God Hates Us All or Christ Illusion right. as opposed to now where they're like, they're like, fuck it, play Final Command. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Why not? So yeah. I kind of, that approach I enjoyed, that they did a lot of old stuff and yeah. they had a lot of flame, fire going on. That's all I see from you know? that show. There's a lot of fire. Because there was a lot of fucking fire, man. I was yeah. like, all right. It's funny though when Tom Mariah comes out on stage, I just think of like that Will Ferrell from from fucking uh, from that movie Elf. He's like Santa. Every time I see him, that's what goes through my head. Oh my <laughs> I know him, yeah. Santa. That's right. yeah. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I liked it, and I'm I'm the biggest critic. I think everything sucks. I go to shows and I'm always bored. And uh, what do you think I of really Lamb of God it. and Behemoth? I uh, I well, Behemoth is one of my favorite bands. They can do no wrong by me, but I missed most of it because for some reason they started at seven. Even yeah, though the it was ticket said so seven, early. they started at seven. Yeah. Hmm. When the God ticket says it. seven, I usually assume that means doors. Right, right. Eight thirty. They started, they started yeah. at seven, and they only Whoa. played a half an hour, wow. which yeah. is total fucking bullshit. When you paid seventy-eight dollars for a hmm. ticket, mm. and, yeah. and the fucking and Behemoth is your favorite band, and you only got to see like that very end. Yeah, I, mean, I, totally, I completely missed Lamb it. Lamb of God. I don't like the whole video screen thing they're doing. I could do without that shit, but I thought they sounded pretty good. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't really listen to Lamb of God, but I think they put on a good live show. I don't really love their new stuff, but I thought it was Yeah, I don't love their I new stuff either. Decent. I like early Lamb of God. He looks like he weighs four pounds, though. Like, what happened to him in <laughs> Czech prison? <laughs> I think there's a part in the book where we describe him as a, like a rabid scarecrow. Yeah, basically, but that's exactly just, true. You look up in the corner of the room and there he is like perched up there. You, you know got that I mean? on the like, nose because yeah. yeah. that's no. kind of what he looks like. No. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's sober now though. Well, maybe that's maybe that's it was why all beer weight. Only four pounds. Yeah, yeah he's got to that weight. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking oh, crazy, man. Good for him. And I mean, if you've ever seen that video of him fighting... Who was it? Is it Mark Morton? He's yeah, fighting. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's like yeah, fucking classic. Shit out of him. Yeah, and a it's, kilt too, right? Doesn't yeah, he have a kilt on? And Randy starts the fight. So yeah, it's just that yeah. It's fucking embarrassing. Uh, so that, that is amazing. a moment where I'm like, maybe stop drinking. You know? Yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe just take like, care. But to this day, I just give them so much credit for putting that out. Yeah, so many yeah. bands would be like, no one can ever see that. Oh, I would never want anybody to see that. I'd be like, no fucking way. But he did. You know what I mean? Which is. You know, you know, it's. I, I wouldn't have done it. I yeah. wouldn't have let myself fucking. So, so getting back to your book, you talked. You were saying that you did like. Did you say you did the big four for like each? Yeah, yeah. We so, did who like was your next big four? Our next after big the four? after the first four. Who was the after second? After like Black okay. Sabbath, so, Led Zeppelin. So I think it's uh, it's, it's broken down by genre. Just okay, yeah, by like okay. Sub, so like, I think for NWOBHM, it's uh. It's uh, Iron Maiden, Judas Priest, Motorhead, and Venom. Okay. I think we picked. Uh, for for Thrash, it's the big four. It's Slayer, Megadeth, right. Metallica, and Anthrax. Of um, course. What was it for, for Glam? Oh, fuck. Poison. Poison, Molly Cubans, <laughs> and Rose. Skid Row. Oh, Skid Row. Skid Row, okay. I always yeah. feel like Skid Row don't quite get the credit they deserve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A much heavier band than people remember. Yeah. 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 That's when they yeah, show videos on... On heavy metal, right? Back right, then, right. at Bangers Ball. We have that. We have this customer. Speaking of Venom, we have this customer we call Venom tracksuit because he wears a tracksuit every time he comes in. He, the first time he ever came into the old Lucky Thirteen, he roller skated in in a tracksuit. Like and not asked, rollerblades. Uh, roller skate and, yeah. and ask yeah. us if we had any yeah. Venom in the jukebox. And I thought we were being trolled, but it's actually he will listen to nothing but Venom. And no matter what is going on, he screams, "Play some Venom!" Even if there's a band on, he screams, "Play some Venom!" So he. He came in the other night in his tracksuit and his hat with the fucking black metal mask, the fucking Kronos uh, black metal mask on, and he awesome. bought it from me. Yeah. He was like, I bought this for you, but he came in and it was the, well, in a tracksuit. I'm going to have to show you a photo of it <laughs> wearing the guy. But that well, thing is cool he, as shit. He, he had it in his house, and, you know, he lives with his mom. And he's well, like, that's shocking. <laughs> yeah. That's shocking like, that he lives with his mom. He's like, my mom doesn't want me to get this out of the house. Yeah. So. He told me he was getting it for me, though. Yeah. He that's did. nice. Well, he's a very sweet customer. That's fine. Um, but yeah, yeah it's cool. so I'm um, glad you put gave Brent Venom such props hey, to mean, put them into that big yeah. four. Who's the tracksuit guy? Who's the death yeah. metal big four? Uh, it's we had to combine death and grind, so it's uh, okay. Death, napalm, death, carcass. And Cannibal yeah. Okay. Mm. I was like, Cannibal That was a hard one. one. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. Venom like, tracksuit in his tracksuit. <laughs> I changed that. And one. his mask. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's actually, a hard I'll, one. I'll have to post that on the Facebook that's page after, we, after we. Yeah, it was pretty creepy. He just walked in like that. Yeah. Like off the street. 
It's funny because in with a hat on on top of the mask, he sort of he loses the the venom black metal thing, and he just looks like like a really creepy effete guy. Yeah, I'm totally gonna post that. Yeah. I'm totally gonna post yeah. that on the just some yeah. creepy dude. Later on. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a tough one, man. Because fucking you know, there's other bands that could be thrown yeah. in there. Fucking you know, for sure. Obituary. I mean, they were all hard, but that one, at least for me personally, was like the hardest one to say. Okay. How do you pick four? Well, that's the. Be- I was just gonna say that the best part about the big four thing was we would send each other each other's chapters, and they would always come back with some note being like, you know, like fucking like no morbid angel, what the fuck? Or, right. you know. <laughs> um, and so the big four thing when we were like, let's add a big four for each genre, we immediately made a note of like, this might be where the book doesn't get written because we just get in such loud arguments right, about right. like you know, like. Or like I know for doom metal, one of them was high on fire, and there was that brief moment of is high on fire a doom band or right. like a, a stoner thrash band or whatever and stuff. Yeah, like who's that. the big four so for doom? For doom, I think it's uh, trouble, Saint Vitus, high on fire, and fucking Candlemass. Candlemass. It had to be Candlemass because be they, they invented the term oh, doom metal. And trouble yeah, though, yeah. interesting. Yeah, trouble. Yeah, for some reason, it's funny because there was a, you know, I kept going back and forth between Trouble and Pentagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, I think for Pentagram, for me, there's just such like a, a child of Black Sabbath. And I really hear Trouble as like a band who like did a different thing with Doom. You know, they had that kind of high shrieky vocal and that sort of Doom, but with that kind of real chuggy <coughs> riff to them. Yeah. And so, and the whole white metal thing that was like a weird <laughs> Doom aspect. I was like, I gotta, I gotta give them props That's for that. That's fair. So. But Doom Metal was interesting because That's a tough one. It was it was a tough chapter, man, because first of all, like just obviously in preparation I was so fucking high while writing it that like <laughs> there were moments where I was like, Oh fuck! I forgot neurosis, man. Yeah, um, yeah. It literally begins with like a description of weed place in history. <laughs> like not just in music, <laughs> like in history. Right. Awesome. <laughs> um and yeah, Jeff's yeah. gonna run out and buy this book. He's I'm excited, totally about, excited this. about it. Yeah, I'm really Jeff excited. reads like a lot of like musician biographies and that kind cool. of stuff. Yeah, cool. this is right up your alley. Yeah, totally. Jeff doesn't read a lot, but when he does, it has to be in this kind of genre. It's true. It keeps my attention. I can't read fantasy and all that kind of stuff. It really doesn't do much for me. But yeah, I'm really excited about this. Well, it was cool for like a lot of these chapters. We got to interview a lot of people about them and get like exclusive interviews. And so for Doom, I got to talk to Wino, and Wino oh, yeah? was just like. It's funny because he he would repeatedly be like, I'm not even sure Vitus is a Doom band. You know, I guess the Obsessed might be Doom, but I don't really know. And, you know, it's hard because I'm sitting there being like, I'm like, dude, Vitus is a Doom band. Yeah. You know, like... um, But but the early bands in any genres never want to call themselves what they are. Totally. Totally. Because they're like, that's not what we set out to do, but they started But they were the ones that inspired bands like Neurosis and Sleep and, you know what I mean? Like all those bands, so... No, I mean... That was also interesting just to hear, like, you know, like, you're covering Motorhead and you're reading all these interviews where Lemmy's like, we're not really metal, you know? Right, right. And at the same time, you're sort of like, I don't know, man, you know, where it's like, am I going to be the guy being like, Lemmy said he wasn't metal, but he was wrong. So, (laughs) you know, what are you going to do? it's, that's a, yeah, it's a weird, that's a weird, uh, another weird one to put Motorhead in the category, you know what I mean? Like, they weren't, uh, yeah, man. That's why it was interesting always going to like a Motorhead show because it was all fucking mixes of people. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah no. You had your, your stoners and your bikers and your metal dudes, but also your sort of punk rockers and yeah. stuff like that. You know? Yeah. Um, 
I mean, one of the most pleasurable things about researching this book was I got to reread Lemmy's uh, autobiography, which for me is maybe the best. I actually haven't read that one. It's just a great one. It's just so much fun because it's very obvious. I never read it either. I don't think he wrote a word of it. Um, Right. I think he sat there with Janice Garza and talked at her for like eight hours. Yeah. And she was like, great. I've got everything, you know. Um, And you just learned some weird, cool stuff about Lemmy, you know. and about the rock and roll, like, there's a part where Sid Vicious comes up to him and is like, dude, I'm playing bass for the Sex Pistols. And Lemmy's like, but Sid, you can't play. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, it doesn't fucking matter, but I'm, I got the job. Yeah. And he's like, okay, man, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, so. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. But, um, <laughs> but, yeah, I'm trying to think of the other big fours we came up with. Well, you can write a sequel. Well, hey, yeah. hey. You can write a sequel. Right, and right. Find out the other yeah, exactly. That's true. That's true. Yeah, giving that's away. Sure free. Yeah, I'm sure the black metal and whatever. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. So, is it out now? It's out uh, October second. I guess okay. is our pub date. So, so you can pre-order. On it. Can you pre-order it on yeah. Amazon or anything? Yeah, we do have a pre-order on Amazon. Um, please go and pre-order. Uh, it, the dozen the exact title is uh, Hellraisers. A Visual History of Heavy Metal Mayhem. Okay. So I believe the exact title. It's got a cover by Mark Riddick, uh, who d- does like art for like the Black Dahlia Murder and Death Clock and like every fucking death every metal band. band. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Tom Non, like Bieber and Rihanna. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. He recently redid the logos for Justin Bieber and Rihanna to make them like super metal. And that was, it was funny, like our marketing people were like, they were like, tell us about Mark Riddick. And we're like, oh, he's done stuff for Devourment and Morbid Angel and, and, Rihanna. and I guess he did Rihanna. And they're like, ooh, Rihanna. Justin Bieber. I don't know the other bands, but I know Justin yeah. Bieber and Rihanna. Yeah. <laughs> we were actually, we were talking recently about um, the new trend in this mainstream bullshit taking on metal logos, T-shirts, and all of this crap and um, how strange that is. You know that the Kardashians yeah. that she stole the logos of certain bands and put them on T-shirts that were selling for $125 a pop. Like, what is? What do you think that's about? Why is metal cool all of a sudden? I don't think metal is cool. I just think the T-shirts are cool. Like, <laughs> like last year, Vogue, like for their big summer look for women, they included vintage metal shirts. Have you been hmm. reading, reading a lot of Vogue? No, but I, I read about heavy metal <laughs> for yeah. a living. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so like, bang T-shirts. Even, yeah. even if, yeah, like, even if you don't like Slayer, you can't deny that their shirts look badass. Right. So yeah. I think that's all it comes down to. They were $45 for T-shirts at that show last Mad week. Mad when, when we they saw Iron Maiden at Barclay. Or 55 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. insane. And for Ghost, like, too, which I know isn't Ghost's fault, like, the headliner sets the price, but... yeah. It's like fuck you. No, yeah. I mean if a shirt's more than maybe like twenty five bucks, but for me like twenty, yeah. and that might just be my age. You know, I'm not adjusting for inflation or whatever. But, <laughs> but, but, but it's not like you're buying yeah, a, a jersey. I can understand right. fifty, seventy five bucks for a jersey. Right. Hey, I, I love bands. Listen, I, and we know it costs fifty them, bucks. It, we know it costs them six dollars to make that. Yeah, but then again, at a lot of these places, like I know at Irving Plaza, they charge them. Yeah, they take a cut and they bang them out. Could you imagine what the guard? is charging oh, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure it's ridiculous oh, no. and you know bands don't sell CDs records anymore, records anymore. So you know what I mean so, so that is and especially like Iron Maiden I mean they're fucking just cashing in until they're done you know so that's, um, that's yeah, something that I think is very true the older guys are a lot of times sort of like 
like we're talking about Slayer without Jeff Hanneman, you know, there's this idea of like I'm not sure how long I'm going to keep doing this, so yeah. fuck yeah, I'll charge 25 as opposed to 20 for a shirt, you know, yeah, why yeah, not? Yeah. And just like, you know, as we're saying, like a metal shirt is badass. I have shirts from when I was like 13 and stuff like that that I'm like, you know, only I can see the logo. Like, it's so faded. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's there. It yeah, says DSI. Do, do you ever try them on sometimes and, like, fucking... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got the armored plates in the armpits and shit. Yeah. You know I mean? um, no, I mean, I feel like for the metal T-shirt thing, too, for, like, the Kardashians wearing them and stuff, it's partly just that, like, metal is so earnest that, like, there's no... There's this feeling of there wasn't somebody calculating, being like, okay, how will we put the guest logo on there so it'll look cool? <laughs> it's fucking Morbid Angel being like, there's going to be this fucking harpy, and it's tearing this guy's eyes out, <laughs> and there's blood everywhere, and it's all taking place in purgatory. And so there's this idea of like, oh, it's so cool, it's earnest, you know, like, I want, I want that earnesty, I want that energy, you know, from it. So, but I mean, it's also kind of funny because it's kind of like, you know, at a certain point, on the one hand, I'm like, I don't really – a part of me wants to be like, I don't care because, like, whatever, wear whatever fucking shirt you want. Um, but on the other hand, it's one of those things that in my, like, ridiculous old metal dude way, like, infuriates me It annoys sometimes. me sometimes, yeah, I have to say. Because yeah. the other day I was on the subway and I saw these, like, total – hood rat kids and they had on they literally had the pants way below the ass situation yeah. going on and two of them had heavy metal t-shirts on yeah, one of them had a maiden shirt on and one of them had a metallica shirt on and i was just i don't i know you're not listening to metallica or maiden you know what i mean Man. they were like full on you know hood yeah. rat no i can i can clearly see your ass and your underwear you know what i mean so are you going home and listening to to Maiden? I don't know. I, I don't think so. It's more common than you would think, for, especially yeah. for a band like Metallica. You think so? Yeah. 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 Like, mm-hmm. At this point, Metallica are... Well, they're not even metal anymore, really. And they're like as close to the underground as a cloud. Hmm. Like, they're... Yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 they're yeah. sort of almost... I think for a lot of kids, I'm sure they're like... I don't know who... Like, like when this Metallica brand started, but they make cool shirts. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, and... and that's what you're arguing against, my Sure. No. no. <laughs> Thanks for all your help, Chris. Uh, well, um, I think it could go either way, you know. I think it probably could go either. Yeah. Way. And Metallica's so out in the pub. They're so prevalent right now too. Like they've yeah. been, you know, doing so much and and you know, I mean, it's got to Lady pique Gaga. It's got to pique these <laughs> kids' curiosity. It's yeah. Really well. Terrible. What do? <laughs> it's terrible. What's happening? What are you gonna do? What's happening? It happened. I mean, they've been establishment for twenty years. I know, yeah. but I, I, the more I, I've hated them for a really long time. Oh, me too. I used to love them, <laughs> but like when everyone was I like, "Oh my God, them. did you see Lady Gaga with them on the, on the was it the Grammys?" Yeah, the Grammys? You know, yes. I, I, I was like, "Oh Jesus!" Like I, it just gets, it just gives me more and more douche chills. I thought I was done being annoyed by it, but it's like every time it's a new level of disgust. See, you know? I, I can't hate them. Like I listen, I love their early shit so much, and I just feel like I can't hit them. I am like annoying friends who does <laughs> stupid shit all the time. But but I love you, man. You know what I mean? Like it's like, dude, what? Ooh, you're cringing, but you're like, fuck, man, I love you, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's fair. Yeah, I'm not that sentimental. I'm yeah. like, oh, we had some good times. Well, peace. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See you later. I, I sort of felt like yeah. the friend who were like, I'm in town, and I'm like, oh man, I just I was out really late right. last night, and, you know. But I'll see you soon, right? You'll be back through. Yeah. Right? Phone calls, you don't. Oh, I missed your call. I'm right, sorry. Right, I didn't exactly. get your email. I didn't your get your email. Like, your girlfriend's like, who is that? And you're like, oh, fuck, it's Metallica. 
hold on one second. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to turn it off. I'm just going to turn it off. Yeah. You know? um, <laughs> no, I used to, I, it's funny. It wasn't until I, inter- I interviewed Kirk Hammond at one point for a thing, and hmm. he's just such a horror nerd, and he and I, like, talked about, like, like Bell Lugosi and Deranged and stuff, and so that officially sort of redeemed them a little bit for me, of being like, ah, you're just nerds like me, you know, like. Or at least he is, you know. Yeah. I'm sure. I don't know if that applies to all four. I was gonna say, I'm sure Lars. It would have been different. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. Why does everyone hate Lars so much? He's an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> he's done the most douchey stuff. I heard him talking about how um, he went with his kid to like his kid started college. I don't know how many kids they all have, but he one of his kids started college, and he went with his kid to like check, you know in the beginning to like get him set up and check out the campus and people were obviously like oh my god your dad is Lars you know what I mean and so now his kid won't be seen with him so if he if he has to come to campus he's like can you walk somewhere else yeah, yeah. can you not be near me like which is really fascinating actually <laughs> why it's like his fucking dad's annoying you know what I mean but it's like, not just that people are also like holy shit everybody yeah, knows who he is you know so yeah. that's just interesting I never really thought and about that when you're a teenager that. when you, you don't embarrass your fucking up. children even when you're in Metallica yeah. you know sure. that's sure. pretty amazing no I mean there's that great photo of Tom Mariah with his kids at some appearance and he's like screaming at the camera and his daughter looks so embarrassed <laughs> of him man you could tell it's just like oh God, he's doing yeah. the slayer and eye roll yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have to send that to us because uh. I need to see that I need to see that's that that's pretty awesome so we're gonna do some news and you guys are welcome to comment on it because awesome. that's usually what we do awesome. we talk a lot of shit about whatever happens to be in the news. I think you're the perfect right. perfect people for this. Although I don't know what any of the stories. Metal are sucks today. live. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I didn't pull. Uh, um, I didn't pull any, any huge stories this week because, like, long stories. It was all pretty short. Cause, okay. Because you right. figured yeah. we had guests and we didn't want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whole I don't want to drag on all. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, heavy metal news for the week. Every time I die's frontman baptizes people in a pool during, during the band's set. Every time I died played a set in Las Vegas on July 28th. And this time the crowd appeared to have, you know, in return. Uh, doesn't say there's a blank. Get it together, Frank. No, there's yeah. a blank spot there. What? What'd, you, what'd you give him? Oh, maybe my Are princess. you fucking yeah, with him? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> drunk I think yet. Jeff's fucking with you. Yeah. Pope. Keith Buckingley began baptizing fans during the set in a hotel pool after after the concert. Yeah. Do you notice the shaking and sweating happening right <laughs> yeah, now? <yeah. laughs> that's, the, that's why we have Frankie uh, do the news. Yeah, because it says crowd uh, uh, surfing out there. We're crowd surfing out there. And because apparently every time I dies, good stories all start with someone crowd surfing. I have no idea what happened. I don't know. That apparently they were baptizing them. Uh, yeah, the singer got baptized. After the show, the why? Singer. Why? I, I don't know. Because he's never been baptized. I, I yeah, no, no he doesn't say. He was like, they were uh, crowd surfing, and he baptized them in a pool. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's a, it's like three sentences. It's three sentences. Yeah. yeah. See, oh, see. oh, he baptized people. He didn't get baptized. No, no, he was baptizing them. He baptized people. Uh, He was baptizing fans who were crowd surfing. Are they like, are they like... Oh, yeah. No. They're not religious. I think they're one of the, one of the Christian bands. Are they? Am I thinking of As I Lay Dying? I might be thinking of As I Lay Dying. They're religious. 
Uh, fuck me. I oh, know. no, every time I die. Oh, man. Yeah, I, know they religious. I was going to say, you know, are you sure he wasn't drowning people? Yeah, who is he? Who is he? Holding them down? No, he said in some pool in Las Vegas, he was baptized. After the show. Um, and they called him Pope Keith Buckley, which is hilarious. Um, became, began baptizing fans during the set in the hotel's pool after. That Who is, is he to baptize I people? don't know. That's it says, funny. contact His Holiness if you too would like to convert. Yeah, you should start doing that back baptizing here. Baptizing people back ba- here? That we'll get a little yes. kid. We'll get a little Can we fill it pool. with blood? We'll dress you up like a priest. Can we fill it with blood? Sure. I'm going to baptize people in blood. I was going to say, have you guys ever done like church services here? Like, <laughs> yeah. like in the name of a, Satan? We actually you know? had a whole satanic ritual. Um, the, sa- the satanic the satanic church. church was the here. satanic temple. They did excuse a thing me. here. Church of Satan, satanic temple set. They're all different. The satanic temple was here, and they did a whole... Um, they did a whole thing for women's rights to raise money for oh, cool. women's rights. And they did a whole like... Exclusive satanic ritual and stuff. It was pretty cool. Oh yeah, it was awesome. And and so, and then there was and not long later, a couple of weeks later, we had a Christian. We had band a Christian band, and the guy was talking about Jesus yeah. in front of our giant pentagram. Yeah, <laughs> it was kind of awesome. Woo. Woo. Rough times. Uh, yeah. Go ahead, Frankie. Tell us about the next story. Sick of it all. Victims of car accident with drunk driver. Oof. No, yeah, New York uh, hardcore legend Sticker currently on, on the road on their uh, warped tour, and last night their touring van was hit by a drunk driver. All members are okay, but they're a little stiff, but okay. They're a little stiff. <laughs> yeah. They're a little stiff. Yeah, thank God that could have been fucking awful. So many bands getting fucking hit. I know, hit, and, and hit you know, by trailer, trailer tractor yeah, trailers man. and fucking... Yeah. Yeah. They said last night a, a drunk driver plowed into our bandwagon. We're all yeah. okay. And they're you know, almost done with the warped tour. and bumps. fucking over. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. So what fi- did they catch the guy? Does it say? Uh, they feeling was, a little stiff. There was a picture of it. <laughs> yeah. Feeling a little, yeah. a little stiff. Yeah. They was- had the bad cop, good cop on their valiant tour, you know, for coming to come uh, coming to pick us up. But yeah, they said please don't drive drunk. Yeah, no, they caught the driver. Yeah. He, and was, then, he got hurt. Making he, Frankie he nervous got hurt. today. What's that? Frankie, are you nervous because we have guests? I'm always nervous. <laughs> you make him nervous. I, well, I make everybody nervous. No, you're good, Melody. No, you know, they said they caught the guy, and he was in worse shape than the band. Yeah, awesome. Well, I, yeah. He was good. in worse shape. Yeah, you shouldn't yeah. Yeah. I like when drive. that happens. I'm yeah. lucky I can walk out of here when I'm drunk. Thank God I don't know how to drive. Jeff, really. Jeff drives drunk all the time. I never drive drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 uh, we were interviewing some bartenders before you guys came, and one of them was like, she got in the car with him because she was trying to get the job here, and she didn't realize he was fucking wasted. He barely remembers <laughs> dropping her off. Yeah, I didn't really remember dropping her off. <laughs> <laughs> Good times, guys. Yeah. Did you forget where you parked? No, because I have a I like he has normally. Two spots. Uh, He's I either two right spots. in front of the bar. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I have a garage where I park yeah, my car so at. So a, I'm usually like that in one find. or two spaces. Yeah. That's lucky. Yeah. yeah, and it's good. Like usually, like listen, I don't get too fucking wasted when I'm driving, but Jeez. I've had moments. Usually, my car stays out front here if I do. Yeah, not when you go out. When you get wasted here, yes. Yes. Not when you go out. Well, I usually try to make my way back here. and then That's I say, true. Then I take a cab from here. I live all the way there, fuck up by Coney Island, so it's a pain in the ass. Uh, you know what I mean? Okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. So the car is necessary. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Let's go. Cool. You put on a cruise control and stay between the lines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Autopilot. Uh, it's a good thing law enforcement isn't listening to our podcast. <laughs> no. <laughs> boop, boop. Frankie, next story. What's got, else has got going on, Frankie? Ex-ACDC frontman Brian Johnson flipped his car at a recent race. 
Everybody's having car trouble. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. He said, uh, it's ACDC vocals, Brian Johnson. Maybe again, that's blurred out. Not my fault. No, I think my prince <laughs> is running out of ink. Is it uh, one of the colors? Is yeah, it? yeah, yeah. He said, uh, but a little while losing it's like it. Mad Libs. I was just yeah, thinking, Mad you know, like, he was like, I need a plural noun here. You know? <laughs> it's like Jeopardy. It's like, oh no, he was uh, losing his hearing, though Johnson had uh, a bit of bad luck, according to, like, again, but Johnson, you know, he flipped Let's his... Let's fill in the blank, Frankie. He flipped his Austin 435 while competing at the Silverstone Classic in England. Yeah, he fucking... Uh, he, he races? Yeah, he races yeah. cars. He was standing oh. by medical, you know, staff on the spot. No word on his health yet, but, How you know... How old is he? Can you do that even he's, when you're... He's pretty old, and I think... When the, you're an old dude? I think the cars are part of the reason he was losing his hearing, as he was saying. That was the main reason. Oh, right. really? Right. Like I didn't realize cars. that. Yeah. Well, what was that? Uh, Dale Earnhardt, right? Died at 60. He right. was still driving at right. 60. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I how old is fucking Brian Johnson's got to be? He's got to be sixty be, something. Yeah, 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 it doesn't he's say. A, doesn't say in the article. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I figure like, boy, like I'm gonna guess like in his twenties for Back in Black. So like, you think he was only in his twenties for Back in Black? You think uh, he was older he than was, his twenties? He, he, he was born in 1947. Wow, Jesus. so he's got to be in his seventies. So seventies, yeah. So he's he's yeah. seventy. I guess he turned seventy this year. Yeah. October, yeah. October, October, crazy. Wow. Right, right around the time your book I comes out. I was just going to yeah. say, you know, well, you could celebrate his birthday right, right. by ordering yeah. 50 copies yes. of Hellraiser's yes. A Visual History of Heavy Metal Man. Correct. I totally got an ACDC kick listening to fucking watch, go, going through the news a few weeks ago, watching on uh, Metal Injection, because there was uh, they asked the kids... What is it with uh, to listen to music? Like the kids react. Yeah, the yeah. kids react to music, and it was an ACDC one. It got me on an ACDC kick for like oh, a week. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Watching the old videos. Yeah. What else got, Frankie? Urizen frontman and Tom Katz West owner Rustin Luther passes away at 31. Who the hell is Urizen? Mm. It was a guy that owns a nightclub down in Texas, and he's in a band also. He's 31, brain cancer. Yeah. Oh, God why damn. would you put that story in there? That's fucking depressing. Well, you know, I, I, not every fucking story is upbeat. You know <laughs> what I mean? None of them are upbeat. It can't all be car crashes. He's a brain cancer to cut the... Yeah, no, yeah. He, he passed away brain <laughs> cancer at the, the age of 31. the car monotony. Was he in a car when he died? No, no, right? No, no, he wasn't. Yeah, but back in April 2016, we learned that front man, you know, and... How do you know? Frontman uh, yeah, in no. Fourth Worst, uh, TX, that was uh, the bar. Uh, that venue. was TX. Uh, Frankie, that's an abbreviation. That's an abbreviation <laughs> Texas. Texas. Sorry. <laughs> Why is it TX? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Rustin Luther has received news that he had terminal brain cancer. And he passed away. My, right there. Uh, my favorite, like you got brain cancer. My favorite like, episode. Yeah. My favorite episode we did when Frankie started doing the news. I don't even remember what the story was anymore, but it was something that happened in Paraguay. And he, oh yeah, Paraguay. He pronounced it in 17 different ways during that episode. <laughs> I didn't say Paraguay. I would have said Paragui or something. I was on, I was crying tears. It was amazing. But he says there's two hours services August 6th at Tomcats West. NTX. NTX. <laughs> Sorry, Texans. And on August 7th at the, uh, the Dirty 30 in Dallas. There you go. Brain cancer. Fuck that shit. Yeah, yeah. 31. That's young. That's what brutal. A, 31. I told you that was. I mean, that used yeah. to be in three. How many celebrities have we lost? Like last month? <laughs> 10, 20? Did I, did I talk about the last week I watched the Grim Reaper guy back on stage? 
remember. The guy, you know, the guy from Grim Reaper yeah, lost right, his right. fucking leg. Yeah, 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 we did talk about how he didn't last very long, right? Yeah, one was of the a, news stories. It, it might have been. Yeah. It might have been. But I watched it, watched the video. He oh, was you like, watched oh, the video. Yeah, I watched the video. How yeah. bad did he look? I mean, he looks like an old woman anyway. You know what I mean? When now he, he looks, looks like an old, like an old, old woman. I feel he looked like an old woman in like '87. I see you in hell, my friend. Yeah. And then it was Rocky to Hell that was pretty much the same song. It was just a little, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, so how long did he last in the video? Uh, half a Is song, he on, I He's think. on a, like a prosthetic leg? He's on a prosthetic leg, okay. and then he sat in a wheelchair. That's right, yeah. And I gotta be honest, there's nothing more depressing than watching a band fucking guy playing in a wheelchair, you know yeah. what I mean? Like... It was pretty fucking depressing. What about Def Leppard? What about the... Yeah, but he had all those fucking electronics. <laughs> the one I mean, on you don't think that's depressing? Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, this, is, this, is the, this is the level that we have to get to. I mean, it's depressing, to, but... So you can still play Didn't he lose his yeah. arm in a car crash? I mean, I'm not... Yeah, we're back at the yeah. car yeah, crash. Yeah, yeah, the car, yeah. you know, right? It's the like yeah. theme of the day. He but was, no, you're right. They made a special drum set. Yeah. And uh, his arm was not. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad he came back. You know, hey. when um, when we were uh, when I was a teenager, Angela. If you listen to this podcast, I'm sure you don't. Um, we had this girl, Angela, that was obsessed with Def Leppard. Obsessed. There was, she was like, it was ridiculous. And when that happened, she was like crying hysterically. Oh. She was so upset. So we got a fake dummy's arm, and we um, we put a little bit of a British flag on it, and we we uh, glued a drumstick into the hand, and we hung it in front of her house. Oh. <laughs> Funny enough, Def Leppard did the same thing to the drummer. <laughs> oh, man. They pour some sugar on them. Good times. <laughs> it's funny she was broken up about it because it's sort of the coolest thing that ever happened to Def Leppard. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. they make them fa- yeah. more famous. Yeah. Oh, before that, I mean, that big fucking record after that. I mean, once it, once he, after he lost his arm, that's yeah. when they like really broke the fuck. Yeah, up. someone cared. Yeah. <laughs> My friend Russ came here on one Halloween dressed up like him. He had the one arm missing. Oh, yeah. and the drum sticking in the hand. He had the Def Leppard shirt pinned closed uh, on one side and oh the no. wig, and he had a drumstick in the other hand. It was actually kind of amazing. Awesome. <laughs> you might be able to tell me this because you're you you listen to glam, but um, when he have you seen him play live? Yeah. Have you seen when he drums? Does the does the End of the other arm, move you around. You can't see it because it's in. It's, it's like, all like he's it's, got it it's, enclosed. Okay. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, they yeah. said he's good. You know, I'm good. Hey, yeah. More I power mean, to no, you, I, man. You made a good comeback. Drummer I've ever seen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so you've seen Def Leppard. I've never seen them yeah, live. I've seen them. Yeah. Um, I mean, like that glam was my gateway drug. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I have like a soft spot. For how how old band. are you? Thirty-five. Okay. Um. So yeah, I've seen. Yeah. They're exactly what you would think. Right, right, yeah. right, right. I have yeah. a little soft spot for glam. But, well, Some of that the hair harder, metal. The harder, the harder, yeah. hair, the harder metal. hair metal yeah. stuff, like Twisted Sister and yeah. fucking yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Wasp and Wasp. Yeah. You know, bands well, like that. Well, we all love Wasp. We yeah. can't not love Wasp. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, when we were doing the book, we each had a chapter that the other one like just didn't like give a shit about and never really understood. And from it was our gateway drug, where for Matt, it was... It was uh, it was glam, and for me it was new metal. Right. And no, so right. we got to new metal, and I was like, I want to do new metal, and Matt was just like, Thank God. Thank God, <laughs> Thank God man. Um, well, what, what about you? What's your big? What's top? Well, you gotta give me the top. The, oh, I, gotta, I can't imagine the top. Well, you four do the classics and the new bands, like right. you said. What What are your top four the, in new metal? For new metal, like the 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 big four we did in the book is Corn, Limp Bizkit, Slipknot, and Lincoln Park. And okay. like, yeah, Corn was It was what that, probably my favorite thing was when I was I was doing captions for the chapter. There's a picture of Fred Durst like at the height of his Limp Bizkit game, like with his hands up there. Yeah, and, and the caption I wrote for it was just. Ah! <laughs> 
Because <laughs> every time I looked at it, I was like, look at this fucking asshole right here, man. Um, it was interesting because I loved new metal when I was young and got into it, but like, it, you know, the, the, the worst new metal bands are the worst of the worst, man. Like, but, bo- you know, Bodies by Drowning Pool is like <sighs> everything wrong with <laughs> yeah. metal. Right? Yeah. It was, it was, I mean, listen, it was the same thing with hair metal, you know, when the bands yeah. first started yeah. out. It was Twisted Sister, Wasp, Molly Crew, you know, all these bands came out. Then it became And then Poison it became, and... well, then you got bands like Slaughter and yeah. Kicks and fucking, you know, bands like that. Like, and it just got, you know... Uh, Gayer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Hairspray Band. The Hairspray Band. Who were the... Um, who, who, Nelson? You remember oh Nelson? My oh, my God. Own. Just stop. You're hurting yeah. me. <laughs> You're hurting my soul. Cinderella. Yeah. yeah. That was always... Cinderella, though. <laughs> Tons of yeah. heads, but did, you say, did you say trickster yet? Trickster. Vixen. Cinderella, I can't say I hated either. No, I liked Cinderella. Yeah. I always feel like if they hadn't dressed like that... They would have been bigger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Their so later too. albums are very like southern rocky and not. Yeah. Like, and they kept hairspray in business. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. funny because Night Songs by Cinderella, while I, I refused to listen to Cinderella, and then some chick I was seeing was like, You gotta hear Night Songs. And she put on Night Songs, and I was like, Okay, man, you know, this is good music to take your shirt off to. You know I mean, like, they're, they're a little different from the pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They actually had potential, like to. I think, I think you're right. If they didn't dress like that, they would have well, been. I think uh, a lot of those bands bigger. had potential. It's just yeah. that some of them went in weird directions. Yeah. I loved the first two Motley Crue albums. Loved yeah, them. man. Yeah, Motley Crue was totally a, loved. Yeah, I would them. say yeah. like the first five up through Doctor Feelgood. No, I said it. I'm a, a, I'm quite a bit older than you guys, okay. so my perspective is just different. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Everybody says I, for example, think Corn is the shittiest fucking band ever. And I agree, and we argue about this <laughs> uh, all the yeah. fucking time. The first Corn albums are awesome. See, that's what Jeff See, thinks. Uh, Jeff's listen, in your camp, Chris. See, I'm, and I'm older than you. I'd actually, the first Corn album I think is awesome. Yeah. After that, I think it's garbage. When that's when like I loved that first one so much, it was so different. It was kind you of like. You want to scat for us a little bit, Jeff? No, no, no. But it was kind of like. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> Thank but you. It, it kind of had. It was kind of God flesh for the mainstream. Like, yeah. it, you know what I mean? Like, it was. It was palatable more than like you know. I know God flesh is kind of an acquired taste or whatever. Um, so, but it was like it was like fuck. This is heavy bass driven. You know what I mean? Like it was. It was very good. But then when that second album came out and it first <laughs> opened up and it's like rah, da, da, I was like oh this is gonna be great. And then it was like. Twist. I was like, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck happened to this band? Like, they put out such a great first album, Twist. and then it went to shit. I was like, it was so disappointing for me. I just, I love so much for me listening to them to research the book is the the difference between like the yelling and then all of a sudden the weird like sort of like broken doll keening thing he does, where he'll suddenly be like, dead bodies everywhere and stuff like that, where it just it goes from some real like, yeah. to to all of a sudden don't you know, and you're like. This is this is I can't. and it's one of the things too is going through their back kind of like like every album is about basically like he touched me in the bad place like it's the running theme of corn and in the first one it's some real like and it fucked me up royally and in the later ones it's sort of more about like you know like what am I where am I going I'm a broken doll you yeah, know? yeah, so, yeah. it's like kind of like Otep <laughs> <laughs> we talked to Otep for the, the book place. man we, did uh, you? we talked to her for we did a section on sexuality in I metal, used to fuck Otep crazy yeah, how was that? that she manhandled me more than any man ever has <laughs> interesting she didn't mention that when we interviewed her I was gonna no. say that didn't come up you know like you know Melody you know um, 
She she was at one point. I was like, so what do you think that that gay women have to deal with in metal that a gay dude might not? And there's a pause. She goes. I don't think anyone ever told Rob Halford he just didn't have the right pussy yet. And I was just like, thank you, Otep. Like, that's, that's the sound bite right there. She's gotten incredibly political. Sure, sure. Yeah. Very political. She always was, wasn't she? It's it not as, when I was hanging out with her, not, well, not like she is now. That's like her, really her thing. Well, now, it's, everybody's you know? taking to see the extreme now, which is what's, what's going on. Yeah. Here, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's hard not to be political. She's I guess. someone who, like, I really respect her, even though I don't like her music. Yes. Whereas, like, corn, I think, should just fucking suck an egg. <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, I like, I like this guy. Yeah. I like this guy's completely nihilistic attitude. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Fantastic. You say nihilistic, I say realistic. <laughs> Frankie, what's the last story? This is depressing. Some, oh, you know, oh this, my, one's oh this, this is depressing. Not the 31-year-old who died of brain cancer. This no, 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 no. That, that's sad. But that, some joke that's of auction and off Chester Bennington's funeral service items. Oh, yeah. man. Really? Last Saturday, July 3rd, Lincoln Park from Manchester Bennington was laid to rest at a private funeral service at uh, South uh, Coast Botanical Garden. You know, in... <laughs> no, Lydia's gonna laugh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pronounce this wrong. Paulo's Votus? Just try and read it, Frankie. TX. Uh, Paulo's <laughs> Votus, California. <laughs> yeah. According to reports at yeah. the time, the service was attended by you know, a few hundred people, including the likes of mice and men. What was he trying to. Yeah, Frankie, you don't have to read the whole thing. Like, what did he? What was he trying to sell? They, was, like, they, they, um, they were giving away, like, you know, uh, post pictures and VIP passes, and they were selling them on, on eBay. Well, program. Yeah, yeah. With like a laminate you needed to get in. Yeah. So, yeah. And what was he charging for it? Uh, that they don't say, but oh. still $151,000. Really? 23 bids when it got pulled down. Yeah, 134 no bids. Shit. Oh, 134. It's that is fucked but that's, up. It's the guy's wow. funeral, man. It's like, oh, it's a celebrity. Let's make money off it. That's the way the world works. Yeah, it's 21st century. If you like, if you wait a couple weeks, you can just go there and like you know, get some dirt. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, know, sell that. you can sell there, anything. You Google know, it. Yeah, you can right. sell anything on anything on the computer. But uh. Brutal. But, but no, that's super fucked up. People yeah, are is. fucked up. I mean, no respect. Grand and is like, you know for what that. Use for this? Yeah. yeah. What Lincoln Park funeral. fan has fifty grand yeah. hanging around? That's you a good know, point. Well, Lincoln Park really fans are getting older now. How much manic panic hair dye can you buy <laughs> with fifty fucking grand? You know, man. But I mean, if you attended the funeral, that's a keepsake. Oh, I got a VIP. VIP pass. You know, Lincoln sick. Uh, you know, the funeral from the front singer of Lincoln Park. Oh, I'm going to put it on eBay. All right, Frankie. <laughs> Can we muzzle him now? Uh, yeah, Frankie. Can we muzzle him now? We have to start muzzling you at yeah. certain points. So I don't know if you guys heard, but Mortician is playing here. When? September yes. 8th. Yeah. Yeah. The last time I saw Mortician was at Vitus, and Will's bass kept picking up a Polish pop station every time he played it. <laughs> oh, my God. So every bass hit, you would hear some, like, Polish chick singer. That's amazing. And so they tried to play, but, like, all through, like... You know, slaughterhouse and shit. You would just hear like bad Polish pop. That's unbelievable. Yeah, that's weird. So midway through, all of a sudden, he was just like, "Stop, stop, stop! We gotta fucking fix this!" Yeah. And stormed off the stage. Yeah. And so, I I would be excited to see them without. I am excited you know, to see ner- them. Ner- 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 girlfriend. I'm excited to see them here because he he actually 
Um, he actually wrote me a message on Facebook to say, hey, I'm really excited. I, ha- I haven't been to Lucky 13. I can't <laughs> wait to check it out. Like, what a, what a nice thing. That's cool. Yeah. You that's know? Cool. So that's I'm excited. I like awesome. Mortician, too. We just put a ticket link up yesterday. I haven't seen Mortician since Castle Heights, actually. Oh, geez. It's been that fucking long, yeah. Hmm. So that's going to be awesome. Yeah. yeah. When I was, in, I was in high school, we did this play called Voitsek, which is about this guy who, like, he becomes a guinea pig for the army, and he goes insane, he murders his wife. And my director was like, I need the most unpleasant death metal song you have. <laughs> and so I gave him I gave him the uh, the zombie apocalypse EP by Mortician. Yeah. And he came back being like, this is cool, but like, like, is there any that's like music? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, All right. Do you guys have anything else to say? Anything else to plug? Plug the book and everything again also. Uh, I was going to say. Uh, metal sucks. Buy my book so I can pay my child support payment. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations. Um, I'm sure the book will do well. Thank you. Thank you. I am Axel's son, so please <laughs> buy the book so mom can buy me some, some hot Cheetos. It's called Hellraisers. It's a if you go to Amazon and you look for Axel Rosenberg, it is literally the only thing that will Okay. Come. And it's nice. You can pre order right, it in October. You can pre order it. Now. It comes out in October. Comes out in October. Hellraisers, a visual history of heavy metal mayhem. Uh yeah. Cool. cool. Order awesome. copies. Thanks for coming on, guys. Yeah. Thanks for having Go us. Go to metalsucks.com also, right? Metalsucks.com. That'd be nice, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Nice. Yeah. Chris, anything else you want to plug to? Um, children's books? I was just going to say, just just my ass, really. But uh, other than that, um, <laughs> oh, no. by the way, can you show Jeff your ass while we're on the oh, air? Oh, yeah. Please. So you're not seeing it. You're not uh, seeing it. I can post a photo yeah, of yeah, it, yeah, though, because yeah. I have a photo so, of it. So, so. This, this is why uh, I love Chris more than January, life. This January, I got the Motorhead War Pig tattoo. This January, he got the Motorhead oh, on wow. his ass. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. That's beautiful. And then he posted it Did on Instagram. Awesome. <laughs> you know, it actually didn't hurt that much because I, I, viewers at home, you can't see this, but my ass is like huge and horrible. And hairy. <laughs> so uh, there was a lot of stuff in the way, but um, it took five fucking hours uh, because what? my tattoo artist uh, is very thorough. And, and really likes your ass. He, oh, man. He was slaving over my hot ass all day. And, uh, uh, it took funny. his time. I was, I was being so cool. I pulled down my pants. I laid out. I'm like, can't believe I'm finally doing this. And he walks up and he's like, so you want it on this cheek? And he like taps my ass, like really quickly slaps yeah. my ass. Yeah. And that's officially where it all went out the window. And I was like, Oh goodness, you know, <laughs> and then it just hurts so much. Why? Why is oh that not the cover of your book? Oh man, I, if only I was actually. I remember talking to my coworkers, and one of them was like, "Like, so what'd you do this weekend?" I'm like, "What I do this weekend? I'm gonna tell you what I did this weekend. I got a tattoo on my ass." And they were like, "What'd you get?" And I was like, "The Motorhead War Pig." And like nine out of ten of them were like, "What?" And there was that one chick in the room who was like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. snaggle too. That, yeah. that was the I note we I, needed to sign yeah, off on. Yeah, I hope you didn't I need broccoli you before that. that. Oh, ooh, yeah. oh, ooh. Oh, man. The yeah. best part was later in the night, all, everyone was, well, the best part, you know. <laughs> later in the night, everyone was like, show me your ass. And I'd be like, no, it's not going to heal right if I show you my ass. So, <laughs> <laughs> on that note. On that note. Bye, awesome. my fucking book. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for coming on. It's been fun. We'll see you next week. Yeah, we'll talk to you next week. Peace out.